This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. So hi, and welcome to this episode. And today I have the pleasure of having Anna Parker Naples on the podcast. And this is very special to me because Anna is actually the person who helped me come up with the idea for this podcast. Her team produces it. So she's very much kind of jointly responsible for us (laughs) being here on air, which is brilliant. So welcome, Anna. Hey, welcome. Thank you. It's always interesting going on a client show that we help in the agency because people get a bit nervous about me coming on. Am I podcasting right? Have I got my mic technique right? Am I asking the right questions? <laughs> Don't tell me if I'm doing anything wrong. Okay, we'll just go with it. It's all good. So let me just introduce you so people know who we've got. So Anna is the host of the Positively Influential podcast, which just launched last week, I think. The author of Get Visible and Podcast with Impact, founder of Influential Audio and a master NLP business and life coach. She helps talented people with important messages to share, stand out and be heard in the world. And, you know, you and I have kind of like very aligned missions and visions in the world, don't we? So I'm really, I'm really excited for my listeners to hear your story, to hear what you're doing in the world, because I know it's going to resonate with so much of my audience. It's always challenging. We were laughing about this before we came on because I do have a really big, quite unusual story that it's hard to condense down. But right now I help people unlock and get out into the big wide world. And those people are, I never really wanted to really niche down into a particular thing because I think we all have our unique gifts, skills and talents that through ever the way we think, the way we behave, the things that have happened to us mean that our confidence has been knocked. But it's much mm. more than just confidence. It's about saying that you do have limitless potential. And really my work, my work stems from 12 years ago when I had a a horrendous thing happen in my life. I was told in my third pregnancy to expect that I'd never walk again through a pregnancy complication. And to cut a very long story short, I knew that I had to do something to feel better didn't ever think I'd recover. I knew I couldn't be the parent I wanted to be. We just got married. I couldn't be the kind of wife I wanted to be. And one of the things actually that I'd done before I had kids was I was a stage actor and I'd been planning that I'd pop out baby number three and leap back onto stage. And the because <laughs> that's as easy as it is, isn't it? Of course. Like, yeah. With three children. Heat. Yeah. What could be the problem in that? Yeah. <laughs> and I can remember making this decision that I know right now I am, I'm a mess. I'm so broken physically, mentally, emotionally, and this isn't fair to my children. And I don't actually know that I have a future. And because I don't feel that I am who I'm supposed to be. Mm. And I was so wrapped up in that really negative language of, of, it's not fair that it's happened to me and I'll never reach my potential. And I'm just, I used to just literally talk about myself as this blob in the chair. That was, that was my language. And that's really, for anyone who knows me, not even just now, but even back then, that was so incongruous with the level of energy that I naturally have and my usual outlook. So the person I actually went to see was a hypnotherapist. And by this time, I had had baby number three and he was fine. And I didn't really know much about hypnotherapy. I didn't really know a lot about mindset or personal development. And he actually didn't do any hypnotherapy on me, but he got me to think in a different way, which was neuro-linguistic programming. Uh. 
And to cut a very, very long story short, I went home, I changed my language, I did a lot more NLP, I threw myself into personal development. I started listening to, bearing in mind I was either in bed or on the sofa all day long, every day. I had an iPod that someone had bought me because back then phones were different. Remember those? (laughs) Yeah, and and podcasts had just been released on the iPod as well. So I started listening to some podcasts and one of the very first ones that I listened to was actually a compilation. I don't even know what it was, but I was listening to this compilation of like these amazing high-profile entrepreneurs. Tony Robbins and Sir Richard Branson were on this one particular track that I listened to. And there was something that Tony said, and this was actually maybe a year after I'd started to have massive changes. And by this point, I'm going to say I was on my feet using a Zimmer frame, Uh having been told I'd never walk again, gone on this mindset journey, starting to recover. There was something that Tony Robbins said on this podcast I always used to listen to that was whatever rubbish you're telling yourself about what you can never do. Stop this cassette tape is what he said, because it was repurposed. Stop this cassette tape now and go and do it, do it, do it now. And for him, for me, that thing was I'd always used to say, well, I might be on my feet, but I'll never run. And I literally did it. I proved to myself physically, I can do this. I'm living in fear. And at that point, I set off on this crazy journey of what would it look like if I was disabled for the rest of my life, but I was working from home with the kids as an actor still, making good money, which I didn't think acting and money could be the same. And I became a voiceover artist and a voice actor. Within a few months, I was having an amazing success over in the US, which led on to me then really specializing in audiobook narration and production because I wanted to tell stories and it felt like a good way to marry my desires. And six years to the day I'd been told I'd never walk again, I am fully recovered in the most glamorous outfit you could ever be on the red carpet in Hollywood for my seventh award. Not just one. It wasn't just a one-off. I had changed everything. Amazing. And I was earning more money than any of my British peers. At this point, I'd actually just for fun, because it had changed my life, I'd gone and studied in NLP as a master NLP practitioner, master of hypnosis, master of timeline therapy. And I literally stood on that carpet knowing I'm done. Whatever I was doing before in the audio world, that's not what I'm here to do. I always used to think I was born to be on the stage in terms of performing. What I now think is that I was always going to get to this point. I am meant to be on stage sharing words. I am meant to be podcasting. And I basically then six years ago set out to come into the online space, although I would never have termed it in that way, to build an audience, to change lives, to make a difference, to be a motivational speaker, to write books that change lives. And along that six-year journey, as I was going out with all this motivational content and doing a lot of life, a lot of in-person speaking, I launched a podcast. And my podcasts, because of my audio background, have been hugely successful. So lots of people were saying, Anna, how do we podcast? And I saw an opportunity and I went for it. So we, you know, in the UK, certainly, and probably across a lot of Europe and a lot of the US, we are the leaders for personal brand of podcasts, launching them. And all of that work comes from this place of how do we change things? How do we reach that person who's really stuck or broken or needs your message? And how do we catapult your message out there? And so now I run two companies. One is the coaching and the motivational side, and the other is the influential audio podcasting agency, but all have the same message, right? Yeah. If we reach those people who are stuck, we change the world. 
And I, I like to say that everything happens for a reason, right? And and sometimes I know people find that challenging when I say that, because mm-hmm. if you're in the depths of something, you know, and you don't want to be there for somebody to say, oh, it all happens for a reason, sounds a yeah. bit glib. But it's so interesting listening to your story in that succinct way. That time in your life is, you know, probably like the worst you can imagine in some ways, has really fueled this journey that you've been on and been able to impact on so many lives, right? Yeah, I mean, we now we reach because of my work. Obviously, I have a I have a popular podcast myself, which we recently rebranded, which is a whole other story in itself. Why we did that rebrand, but across the ones that we've consulted or we've provided courses and trainings on, we're reaching something like eighteen million people a week. That that's just incredible. me. Yeah. So the part of me gets a bit tingly when I think about it. Some of that's agency clients. Some of that's people who've taken our courses. Some of that's my own show. But I think about each of those podcasts. I was never interested in this is how you plug in your mic. This is the headphones you need. I know all of that stuff. That's part of my audio experience. But actually, we're touching lives. And I believe that if we surround ourselves with positive influences, positive people, positive content, not that we're all going to pretend to be happy all of the time and have this wash of positivity, but that it's going to help us in our darkest times. Because even the most successful of us by those markers of the Western culture, even the wealthiest people have down times, even the people who we all all have challenges. And I think I think for me recently, it's been time to step out and stop saying like it's all about the push as an entrepreneur. It's not it's not all about that. It's actually about how do you look after yourself and go back to your mission and your message? And how does that actually fit your lifestyle as well? Yeah. And I was saying with somebody else earlier that I've, I coined this phrase sort of dropped into me earlier this year, which I'm calling visionary success. And to me, success as a visionary isn't just having the money and the influence and the impact and all of those things, but actually doing it in a way that makes us happy and having time for our kids and having time to smell the roses and walk on the beach, whatever the thing is that brings you joy, because that's the fuel for us as visionaries, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And I think there's such a an urgency for the rat race. And I guess I've got to a point where I'm very fortunate or not. Maybe that's not even the right way. I have created wealth. I have created all the awards that I could possibly care about. They don't mean anything. Mm. I'm, I am the bestseller earning author. I have got a leading podcast. And what else? And last year I had a particularly challenging period in my life and I fell. And I've got all the mindset tools at my disposal, but it wasn't the right time for me to access them. So when you talk about sometimes the bad things happen for us to go through, I feel as though I've had another one of those seasons, if you like, Mm -hmm. in order to remind me of the work I'm doing. Yes. In order to remind me, this is why you're doing this work. And if if my message is, is not right, if it doesn't feel aligned with me, or I feel caught or trapped in public persona, then that's not for me. Yes. And I'd found myself for marketing reasons going down a particular route that felt unhealthy. And I've managed to quite quickly unlock myself from that and feel really free and expansive again. And I think we can all do that. Yeah. And this is what's interesting about the journey as a visionary, isn't it? Is we are constantly evolving, not just our business, but actually ourselves as human beings. And when we, and I think everybody I speak to who's on this path has a similar experience of like, I do this and yes, it's successful. And logically you'd say, continue, continue. It's really successful, but it has to fit the next evolution of you. So it feels like Positively Influential was born from this next evolution. You know, you couldn't continue to do what you did. Absolutely. 
And the nuggets of that were there on that day I made that decision Mm. six years ago that I want to make a positive difference to other people. I don't just want to be an actor who's saying, I don't just mean an actor, but I don't just want to be an actor saying somebody else's words. I I have things that I want to contribute. And often those nuggets, those those clues are there in our history. And then you kind of look back and go, oh my goodness, this isn't a random thing that I'm doing. And I'm still very grateful for the, although, although in that the podcasting element never felt like that's what I was supposed to be doing, still very grateful for it because if I'd not had that, it changed the whole thing, changed my life. Yeah. And I still know there's way more for me to do. Yeah. And I think as a visionary, there's always more. There's always more. I am a creator. But if I'm not creating businesses that allow me to go on and create because I'm stuck in the doing, then I'm missing out on human experience. We are creators. Yeah. And, you know, it's so it's so interesting because I work in small organizations and big organizations and talk to people on the podcast. And I'm talking to so many people at the moment that feel this is a time of expansion and growth. You know, there are a lot of people I know who are kind of like, yes, this that I've done and the next piece and the next piece. Like there's something in a, on a global kind of consciousness level, it feels to me, yeah, that's me challenging us to go to that next level. Is that how it feels for you? Absolutely. And I think I think there's a lot of incredibly successful people who are realizing that's not the game I want to play anymore. Yeah. It's like seeing beyond the veil. There's a bigger way I want to contribute in the world. There is actually something greater going on here. And, you know, I love working with people who who are in that field. And although you've worked with us in the agency, we don't know each other terribly well. But what surprises me is that sometimes you can write a post and I could think, that's literally been in my head I was about to write that (laughs) and there's been quite a few occasions where there's just a lot of similarity and I think there are lots of us in that space Mm. and I feel as though we're on the wave of massive change and we see the breakdown of political systems government systems we see the breakdown in across the world not just here and so where's that new leadership coming from and I think it's about it's about self-leadership and there are many of us working in different guises who are bringing that to the fore yeah and I say I'm I'm seeing that across the board even when I when I work with big corporations that the people within those corporations don't want to just come to work anymore they're kind of like is this is this worth it do I feel enough about it do I want to be here is it enough to make me leave my kids and come into the office three days a week there's right. such a big shift happening all the way through, mm. which, you know, I'm a coach like you, I see potential, right? So I'm like, oh, this is really exciting. It's a massive opportunity. And that's what I'm trying to say to these big organizations, because again, they have impact over so many people. So tell us about Positively Influential, because I know this is a, this is the new evolution. Yeah, so, so I, I, I had a very tough year last year, which actually had been building for a while, whilst I've got this external outside success, we've got the money coming in, we've got achievement after achievement after achievement. I've built a business I'm proud of, but I felt I become so synonymous with the word podcast and that's not all me. So there was this stuck feeling alongside immense amounts of pressure and stress in my personal life. I'm really careful about those things because whilst I choose to be very public, doesn't mean my family and friends choose to be. So I always feel this I like to teach from my life experience, but I don't share other things that affect other people. So it's, it's yeah. finding that line. And I realized that I was feeling stuck. I realized that I, all the things I really stand for about growth, of evolution, like we've talked about, I was not allowing in my own life because of the amount of pressure I'd been under. 
And funnily enough, I'd known for a while I was feeling disconnected from the message I was putting out there, but felt so trapped. Like how, when I've built this as my personal brand and this is my income, how do I make those changes? Well, the answer is just to make them. Yeah. And the answer is to do it imperfectly and just be really open about these are the changes. These are the things that I'm seeing. These are the things I'm feeling and taking people on that journey with you. If I'd waited for absolutely everything in the business, the website, the everything to be perfect, to change my message, we'd have been here for another couple of years before I could make those changes. But what I've done is I've said, we're going to, we're going to catch up. And actually so many people have, have actually really reached out to say that that's been quite inspiration in itself. You've not waited till it's all perfect. It's about giving permission, I suppose. And the whole thing about the new message positively influential is that I'm a little bit tired about particularly in the coaching and motivational space that need to show perfection, Mm. that laptop lifestyle, if you're in the online business or that, hey, here's my quote that I've put together to inspire you. Well, actually, when I think about it, the things that inspire me the most are when people share that it's been tough. This is what I did. This is how I got through it. It was shit when I was in it. And this is where I am now. And so I did a lot of reflecting on the fact that over the last three or four years with my podcast, we ha- I have shared quite a lot of that stuff, but with a real focus on how to, how to push it to get growth, yeah. how to push to get more money, how to push to improve your social media, all of those things. And actually, when I stripped it back, I, I don't care enough about those things to continue talking about them. I have the knowledge. I have the wisdom. I've been in that place. So it's still true to an earlier version of me. But what I want to share is what happens when you're in the mud? What happens when you do feel trapped in that box? How do you get yourself through it? And I felt that I didn't want to come at this like so many other motivational podcasts and just talk about the perfection. That doesn't actually help people. Mm. I guess I'm talking often now to from people really just stepping into the need for personal development and people who are leaders in personal development and business development, which kind of there's a very close overlap, because I think there's a fear that if we step out and get ourselves visible, which is often a lot about my content, my podcast was originally called Entrepreneurs Get Visible, my first book's called Get Visible, that you can't really show your own self. You can't Mm. really show it all. I guess I want to lead the way in that you can, you can, you can tell people I've had my mental well-being has been a state and this is what I, these are the steps I've taken to come through it. I have had issues in the business. I realized I've created something I don't necessarily want anymore and show mm. how you get yourself out of that. Yeah. And I think there's been a movement away from that perfection for a while, hasn't there? Mm. But I you know, I I've, I I love watching the journey of the people I know, I'm watching you create this thing and you know, to me, it has been inspirational because it's been a very true journey, you know, and I think as visionaries, sometimes we just have to step out, right? And just, because I don't know about you, but when I start something new, I have a kind of a felt sense of it, a kind of kinesthetic Mm. sense of it, Mm. but I don't necessarily know all the pieces until I start moving, you know? And that can be challenging when you run a business and you've got people that depend on it and all of those things. But I think we have to be true to ourselves. And I know for me, when I post stuff on social media, it's the stuff that's that's raw that connects with people, right? Because they get that that emotional human connection to you. And they don't feel alone. Yes, exactly. We do. We, we feel like islands. And what happens if we, we bring people together? And I think that we're all trying to climb our own summit. We're all trying mm. to climb those mountains, whether you're right at the base. <laughs> Maybe base camp doesn't even, isn't even on your horizon yet. Maybe you're just going through the brambles. Maybe you're on a steep incline. But knowing that other people have either been through it or are going through it, 
that's when I find things inspiring. And mm. when I was really honest about things I was seeing that I didn't like, a lot of the pretense, some of the bad reputation actually coaching can get, I, I really dug deep. Is this, is this a field, an industry that I want to be in? And if I am, how do I show up? What do I do differently? And the answer for me was take a long break and be really honest. And what we're creating now is not just not just the podcast, which is positively influential, but a whole in-person community and lots of live events around the, the whole podcast message. Because it's what's interesting is I've hosted loads of live events in the past, but I've always had like a really, really corking dress and some really great heels. <laughs> I, I like an outfit. But actually... My whole brand now is very stripped back. Like if I wouldn't actually wear it on Zoom, if I wouldn't actually wear it at home, if I wouldn't actually go out and do the school run in it, I don't want to, that to represent me because uh. I don't, you know. And so we're working out what am I going to wear? And it's it's very laid back. I'll be in a comfy pair of trainers because I like my feet to be comfy. Yeah. And it's still me. They're all still facets of me. But I feel now that I'm so much freer. Yes. And this feels as well... One of the things I did last year to get back to more of a sense of joy in my life was I went and read, did a novel writing course. I went and learned, I joined a canoe club. I went back to a theatre company and did, I'm doing a musical this week. And I remembered that I'm more. And I think it's so easy when you're running a business or mm. you have a, a position of authority or leadership to forget, mm. to forget to actually live your life and not just be with your kids. I've got three teenagers and I'm married. But to actually remember to enjoy your life. Yeah. And I think those things are really important. And, and so I guess now what I'm doing with my personal brand is it's me. So if I do decide <laughs> I'm going to go and I know, run canoe trips, for example, <laughs> not a big surprise. And it's not incongruent. If I, if I do publish this novel, if I do go on and make that into a screenplay, they all fit because mm. they're actually the real me, not niching down to fit the online space and that's what business has to do because yeah it doesn't work for everybody and it's so fascinating isn't it because I can picture your old brand you know and it's very yes you know, no, it's very red and very, very striking. strong very red mm. very striking very focused you know all of those things and yet as visionaries we're multi-dimensional aren't we and you know I'm, I'm going through this thing of launching something new into the corporate world and I've been trying to write this business proposal for a company and I'm like I said to my business coach today I said God, I'm making a really hard job of this because mm-hmm. trying to I keep going back to kind of the way I would have written it mm-hmm. rather than how I want to write it now in a more authentic mm-hmm. holistic way and so it's so fascinating isn't it that we we create almost these personas without even totally realizing that's what we're doing yeah and at the time I would have said well that is me because I am the driven egotistical ambitious part of me the the wealth hungry part of me well that's much more represented in what I was before still want those things I still am those things but actually there's a much softer side to me yeah and life isn't always a walk in the park so why would I pretend that it is it's it's disconcerting yeah and I do believe that we can create amazing things out of nothing I do believe we have limitless potential but that doesn't mean as humans we're always recognizing it and doing it and I think as coaches we need to show that too yeah we don't just wake up and say oh I'm grateful for this and I am abundant and then you know 20 pound notes drop out of the sky yeah it's a there's, journey. There's a journey. There's ups yeah. and downs. So what's the big vision behind Positively Influential? So the vision is that we help thousands and thousands of leaders to get louder. 
Mm. Now, some of those people might not know their leaders yet, but they're realizing there's more to them. There's much more a sense of waking up to the fact, actually, I've always thought I was overlooked, I was overshadowed, I wasn't good enough, and that's not true. And I believe that the more people we can reach, we can literally change the world, be that mm. through coaching, be that through helping people realize their own potential, they go, therefore go on to create even more powerful, impactful businesses, whether that is through the podcasting, we help those impactful pe- people reach more people. Mm. Despite the fact of the growth of YouTube and YouTube shorts and TikTok, we're still seeing across the board that podcasts actually touch people in a very different way. Mm. And for me, that's a really important mechanism and will always be, there'll be always be something about audio work that will be connected with my work, I imagine. But chiefly, it's about what happens in the world if the people ready for change, ready to accept that they are more, are guided and have the knowledge that they can make major change. Well, what happens is it actually becomes a much nicer place. Mm. I have this, this feeling that I, in the past, have had a spiritual awakening, very strong. That's what got me going in this field in the first place. But that I fall asleep. I guess I believe that sometimes I have to fall asleep because I get caught up in human day-to-day busyness in order to wake up to remind other people, don't be asleep. Yes. Um, and I really, that's what I'm doing, whether it's it's person-to-person through my content, content that you know, and hearing that message, or whether it's empowering other leaders to reach more of their people. And whilst we now have effectively two companies, the coaching and consultancy side and the the podcast side, they all share that same mission and same value. Yeah. And anything that I create will really come from that core, whatever I know, whatever I go on and do. So it feels like a very expansive kind of business that you're creating. Like you say, you can have anything within it as long as it fits this mission and this vision. Right. So it gives you freedom. And I think in that freedom as a founder, you give freedom to the business, don't you? You give freedom to everybody associated with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the the difference for me is that once having the, the knowledge that I have about running business, setting businesses up and running them now, is that any facet under the influential vision group, if you like, anything that comes under, I know and empower other people to run them for me because I'm mm. clear on the vision. And if you don't have the vision in the first place, you can't bring in other people to assist you. But just because you have that vision doesn't mean you have to be tied to it. Now, that's been the challenging part in the past for me. And it's it's challenging for most visionaries, I think, because I say we're multidimensional and we're always evolving. And, you know, people have said that to me before, like, we need to stick to this thing for a bit. And I'm like, Yes, I will literally scream if you make me do that. And I've had this over the last few years, knowing I wanted to evolve out of but not burn it to the ground. Yes. How my, my public persona, if you like. Yes. And it's it's incredibly freeing now to know, actually, that was that was always at my fingertips, but I kept listening to other people's advice. And what I wasn't, particularly business coaches' advice, because they had their route to their success. But when I stopped to think about, well, if I'm not aligned, if it doesn't feel good in my belly, if I'm not listening to that intuition in my tummy, if my body's becoming unwell, if I've got other stress in my life, that model of success doesn't work for me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And the the freedom that I now feel allows me to create more. Yeah. And I, I, I often say that all of my best decisions have been completely illogical. You know, even when I set up the podcast and started talking to you, it was like, where, where is this in my business model? Like, I don't even know where that fits in what I was doing at the time. And I've been doing this, I don't know how long, how long have I been doing it? 18 months or so, I think? About 18 months, I would say, yeah. 
But now I can feel where it's going to become a pivotal piece, you mm-hmm. know, like an even more pivotal piece. But I didn't know that 18 months ago. I just thought, you like you, I want to get the, I want to get my voice out. And I feel like there's something important to say. And so I want to get my voice louder. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you've helped with. But now as I'm working with a new coach and repositioning everything, I'm like, oh, that's why I did the podcast. I get it now. I understand how pivotal it is to the next movement moving forward. Mm. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the live events and those things, because obviously you're known for podcasting, as you say, but this thing is much wider, much bigger, isn't it? Yeah. So the first event that we're having, we have a lovely guest. Lisa is coming on as one of my guests for the day. So we... We're hosting it in January in London, not far from King's Cross, in a really cool venue that specializes in podcast recording, podcast live experiences or mini, mini gigs. So like if someone super famous was doing a mini gig, it would be in this kind of space because it's acoustically treated. There's a bar. It's really small and cozy. And my intention is that I really believe there are many of us doing impact driven work that actually feel quite isolated and lonely Mm. and want more than being on Zoom. And not only is this about the people coming finding out more about my content but meeting each other really meeting each other and we then are the day is broken up into motivational talky type workshops and then we are live interviewing guests on the stage and we've got three guests coming on so yourself one of them because I love the fact that you you have worked quite a lot in the corporate sector with some amazing incredible businesses so I wanted to make sure in the coaching field that we're not just talking about just for the self or just for an online yes. business. We've got Pete Cohen, who is probably the UK's best known um, life coach. He was on GMTV and this morning for years as their resident life coach. And his work is hugely valuable. Um, he's He's got very different energy to me, but he desperately wants change for people. He wants people to see their own potential. And he's just been through something very, very challenging, which he has completely documented across all of his socials. And I want, I've interviewed Pete in the past and I, I'm really curious about what's it like when you are this life coach guru? What's it like when the shit hits the fan for you? Yeah, what's that been yeah. like? And so I'm looking, really looking forward to exploring that with him. And then the other guest we have is Susie Ashworth, who is again, one of our clients and she's the host of Infinite Receiving Podcast. And Susie has this kind of magnetic energy. She talks a lot about spiritual embodiment. She talks a lot about energetics, very high vibe in her work. And she again has gone through major evolution. She was hiding a lot of her spirituality. Mm. She was talking about limitless potential, but hiding the spiritual, the spiritualness of it. And I think there's a lot of us that do that. Mm. And I can see for me starting to talk about that more is actually not putting people off as I'd feared, but actually inviting people in. Then we also, I wanted to make the most of the of the day and it not just feel very business. You come to an event and we have, because it's an acoustically treated space and I'm, I'm a Reiki practitioner myself, I've invited along a friend who specializes in sound Reiki, mm. which is through the voice. So we're going to have this kind of nice fusion between these events, the sound Reiki. And then she's also, she is an incredible singer. Her name's Lily Badcock. So we're going to finish off the the day part with a bit of a boogie as well to some of her songs. And then Jen, it's called networking, but really drinks, drinks to meet people. And we want as a team to facilitate. And it's a small event. Like We're going to have 60 people in the room because I think that that's a number where you could probably meet half the room when you're there. Yeah. And, and for me, this is just the start of, and we've deliberately gone for a smaller event. I probably could have gone for a bigger one, but I want these to feel like people are connected to each other. Yes. 
Yes. Because that's how we grow. And when I come back to that mission, what is my mission? My mission is to help leaders get louder. How do we do that? Well, by connecting them. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And the intention is that we will do these events two, three, maybe four times a year to make people feel good as opposed to going to quite a bro markety entrepreneur event. I don't want it to feel like that. And everything's yeah. very stripped back. Yes. Very stripped back. And, and I, love the, I love the diversity of it. I love the different pieces of it. You know, when I when I you sent it to me and I read it, I was kind of like, oh gosh, I feel like it nourishes me on all levels. It's got mm-hmm. like the spiritual side, it's got the connectedness, it's got the business piece, it's got, you know, connection is a big value of mine, as you know. And so it feels like it's nourishing. That was the word that was coming up for me well, as I was there's reading a couple it. Of things I was really inspired by. One is we actually went as a team, we went to see Fern Cotton's podcast live when we were at the podcast show and she was doing this live thing in a theatre. And she had a great conversation with Sarah Cox, who's actually one of her really best best friends. They had a really honest conversation. And I turned to my 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 ladies in my team and I was like, I have to be doing that stuff. Mm. I have to be. I'm so, they knew for a while I wanted to change, but I didn't know how it was going to fit with the podcast when the podcast was so popular. How do I make this change? Well, the answer is to do it. And then we, I've also was, I listen sometimes to Stephen Bartlett, not all of the time, because it's still, sometimes that can still be quite masculine, but I like I like some of the conversations that he has. And when I saw that he was doing live events and he had this kind of massive gospel choir and I was thinking, well, actually, I could see that as a vision for myself, maybe not on that scale because I don't want it to be me on a stage. I want to open the direction, which is Mm. when I'm talking to you about what I'm going to wear for my event, probably a pair of jeans, (laughs) comfy trainers, which is really a really different energy for me. Yes. Because before I wanted to, it's that ego piece. I wanted to keep myself separate. So that I'm the lead and I don't, I'm the leader. I don't yes. want that. I, if I'm really going to affect change in people's lives, I want them to feel connected to me. Yes. And and to feel like you don't need to be on stage in any sense. Do you know what I mean? Not that kind of like, here yeah. I am doing my thing. Yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Da, you know. yeah, I've done that. I'm an actor. That's where, <laughs> that's where that all came from. And I'm done with that. If yeah. I can't show up as myself, that doesn't mean I'll tell you everything. Doesn't mean I, but, but if I can't actually be me. Yeah then what am I doing? Yes. And how do you model that for other people, right? Because, you know, if you're leading something, you're modeling that way of being for them. You're giving them permission, aren't you? So, you know, that's the danger, I think. I'm not, I've never been a huge fan of big events, but I think it's because I like that. I'm more of a one-to-one person than a big group person. I like that. Oh, I had this amazing conversation with this person I was sitting next to, you know? And that's what, that's more meaningful to me than the big kind of stadium, you know? I've been to I've been to a lot of those events and I come away with something. But the, the, even podcasts, when I listen, and we we produce a lot of podcasts in the UK for business, entrepreneurship, personal development, um, relationships. That you know, a large portion of the top shows in the UK we we've consulted on or produced. So I listen to a lot of content, and I think the thing that strikes me is that not everyone is ready to get real and really honest. Not Mm -hmm. everyone is actually ready to go there. But when I think about the shows or the individual episodes that actually make me remember them, they're Mm -hmm. those. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to step more and more into. Now, I Mm -hmm. don't know if we'll manage that with every episode that goes out because there's got to be a a rough and a smooth and it is part of a business. But that's my intention. And that's for me, again, not only uh, Fern Cotton and Stephen Bartlett, but also reading books like Glenn and Doyle, The Untamed, you must know that book. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, And people like Brené Brown, like how do we, how do we get more vulnerable? Not for Mm. the sake of using vulnerability because it's cool and quirky right now, but let's be real. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So what what tips would you give someone who wants to get louder? I mean, you know, if I'm sort of sitting here thinking, oh, I feel like I've got something to contribute, but like... I think you know. drop into that. What mm. it, What is in your belly? Mm. What is the difference you want to make in the world? Going through journaling exercises of what is the impact? What What is this tension in my body telling me? What What actually have I been ignoring or pushing away for a long time? And for me, some of that was people I needed to not be around anymore. Mm. But people that externally might have success and look great, but actually behind the scenes, I was seeing things I didn't like. So... Is there a route that I have to walk that's slightly different to everybody else? Do I have to sever some ties? Mm. Is it just that I have to I have to accept that the programs and things that I've put out in the past are no longer right for me? And I think it's about well, one, meditating, two, journaling, giving your space to think things through, and looking at your daily life as well and your business life. When are you more when are you more open? So I've changed my diary now. I don't speak to anyone generally before eleven AM, except on the very odd occasion, because that's when it's all gonna sit and land in my body. That's when I'm present to it. And I can if I start my day busy, 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 I'll ignore those things. And so I I know that every time I step into trust, either that thing itself will work out or it won't work out as I expected, but it gives me the nugget for the thing that's coming that's actually going to be the thing that works. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we live in such a busy age, don't we? You know, and you've got three kids and a business and a husband and all the other things that you're, and a dog. you're doing. It's the dog. It's <laughs> the, the dog, dog walking. Yeah. Yeah. The dog's next on in. my list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I came out of my office earlier and she gave me this like Labrador eyes look of like, I was like, one more call, then we're off. As if she can and understand me. But, you know, I, I, I think it's probably the thing I do the most with the people I work with who are busy entrepreneurs and founders and leaders in business is to get them to, as you say, not launch into their day, but just stop and connect and go, does this actually help us? Does this help me achieve my vision of what I want to achieve in the world or not? Yeah. What can I remove out of this equation? Because particularly when I go into bigger businesses or even entrepreneurs that are scaling fast, there's so much there that isn't actually lined up, but it just becomes a thing and they just keep pedaling and pedaling faster and faster. So there is something, it's like, like that kind of slowing down to speed up, isn't it? Yeah. Of going, you know, people well, this think- is it. I've had to, I, I've had to go through this process of, we had a, a whole load of courses that used to be in a membership and now we're packaging them up differently. I just couldn't get this funnel, this kind of automatic funnel. It just couldn't get it to work. And the, the real reason is I don't want to be doing it. Mm. If I'd really wanted it, it would have worked. Yeah. And the ease and flow when you are doing the thing that you're excited about and passionate about, things just become easier when you actually stop and think about what's the higher level mission here. And if my higher level mission is actually for people to see their potential, then talking about microphones is not the thing. Even though you could do it and it would be a value. Even though I could do it and I have done it. Yeah. 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 But it, for me, and, and you know, from working with us in the in the podcast agency, the work never starts there. It always starts with going deeper. Let's go back to what your listeners need. Let's go back to what you're trying to do. What's the mission? What's the purpose? And that's what lights me up. Yeah. And actually at core, I think a lot of us are on the same mission. We're on the same, yes. we're on the same track. 
Well, you know, and I think we're all about evolving humanity, aren't we, at the end of the day and expanding consciousness. And, you know, I've been on that journey too of going, well, you know, how spiritual do I want to be, particularly when I'm talking to established businesses, you know, but now I feel like, you know what, if it's not right, it's not right for them. And that's fine. Again, I could continue on that route and make a lot of money doing that, right? But I just, I can't do it in my body. I can't do it in my soul, you know, so we've got to be continually listening, haven't we? And evolving and allowing ourselves to grow so that we can be on that bigger, that bigger mission in the world. Yeah. 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 It's been so lovely to chat to you today, Anna. And I say, I love watching the journeys of people I know that are kind of do something surprising. I'm like, oh, what's this thing that's coming? And I know we really resonate with our messages. So Mm. I cannot wait to be on stage with you at that event and to meet everybody else and be in that energy. I think I don't sign up to many events because logistically it's a bit challenging yeah. for me. Yeah. But and me too, um, me too. I wanted to create something that would be, a, oh yeah, I'd love to be in that room. And it's really interesting as well. The I don't feel with this whole thing, I've not felt that frenetic of we've got to sell all the tickets. I don't feel like that. Mm. The right people are going to come. The right people are going to be in the room, whether we're full, whether we're not. I think we will be, but it doesn't. That doesn't matter because I'm sowing, I'm sowing seeds and planting and watering those seeds. Yeah. And I'm at the start of I'm at the start of a new journey. Yeah. And I'm I'm inviting people to come with me on it. Yes. And I think I think I hope you don't mind me saying, but even talking about this, we were like, well, how how can I describe you? And you're a bit like, ah, yeah. <laughs> still evolving, I don't know yet. still growing. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a pleasure. And I would say to anybody that's interested in getting their voice out in the world to follow your podcast, come to the event in January because it's going to be awesome. But to really, you know, to connect with you because you have so many, your specialisms are so broad, you know, across the stage work, the outer work, the audio, but also all your NLP or your spirituality. So you know, for me, working with you on this has been such a pleasure because, you know, even when we were talking about the description for this podcast, mm-hmm. you nailed it virtually first time, you know, and not many people do that with me because it's kind of like. And I think that comes back to my love of NLP and language. And I'm always listening mm. to really what's the core change you're making for somebody. Yeah. What is that? And when you can crystallize that, actually, your entire work gets clearer. Yes. Yes. And that's a gift in itself. So thank you so much, Anna. And we will put the links to the event under this podcast. So um, they may attract some like-minded souls that want to come and join us on that day. So, and we'll put all your other contact details in there as well. But it's been such a pleasure to have you on this podcast. You say we've been planning it for a while, haven't we? So (laughs) I'm really pleased that we've managed to diaries when not working. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.